Hey there, Lions fans. Randy and Rich here with you at the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Coming to you from the, the local dog park. Most most municipalities have dog parks these days. Yep, we've got a special guest today, and her name is Daisy. Daisy? Yeah, Daisy. Daisy. Where's park. your ball, Daisy? Yeah, and it's, it, her ball is like lion's blue. And yeah, yeah, okay, you go get that, okay? Yeah, so but we'll be... Uh, Playing with the, the dog is, uh, as much as we are with you folks. Oh, no, I ain't playing with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> After uh, we took a week off and uh, yeah, there's, there's yeah. been some illnesses out there and everybody's getting sick. So you know, Rich wasn't feeling good last week, and even the, the boys in the band didn't even show up. So, so man, this is another week, and hopefully we got. Hey, throw the ball, will you, Rich? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you know, yeah. uh, we all thought we were going to be throwing Ben Johnson the ball, and, <laughs> you know, but uh, Ben decided that, that Detroit had a really good thing going on, and uh, he decided to come back. He just told everybody, this, this is where I need to be right here right now. So yeah, I had no fears. No, I, neither did I, but, you know, oh, I, sure it was it was kind of scary there for a little bit, you know, thinking that he was going to go back to Carolina because that's where his hometown is. You know, he's from Carolina, North Carolina, so. Yeah, it, it was a good story, but. Uh, yeah, it did go, the better story, I sh we should say, exactly. is that he got a raise and he's staying in Detroit. Yeah. And that's very important because Detroit's offense is, it's there and he's the reason why. Average average year of a head coach these days is like two point. Four years or something. Is it really? Stupid. Yeah, something crazy, you know. So he'll have another chance. There's, there's new, there's, you know. I mean, they always say, oh, there's only 32 oh, of these. Oh, yeah, well, this whole. Only this 32 every year. This whole shebang is going to start all over yeah. again at the end of next year, yeah. you know. It's it's tough, you know. Uh, it can, you never know when your time is right. and uh, But at the same time, only you know when, right. you, when the time is right. Yeah. So, if the time just wasn't right for him, that's uh, is good for us for another year. Yeah. Uh, and we'll just keep talking about it when it when it comes up. But right. right now, well, right now they we're going we're kind of running it back with the same coaches all over the place. Yeah. Dan Campbell, you know, at the end of the year, gave many many praises to his coordinators and saying these these were the the best assistant head coaches he, you know, he'd ever had the opportunity to work with and. And, and, you know, for just major solid performances. And, and now we know that to be fact because Ben Johnson's up for assistant coach of the year. Uh, offensive, 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 offensive assistant coach of the year. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's I an offensive coach assistant. I think it's just assistant. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because they're all assistants. Well, that's true, yeah. So, I, and I don't know if there's... The difference between the uh, the offensive guys, they're all in the same category. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you know, who knows? Yeah, but, you know, he's, he's he, I, they're, they're saying he, he's probably the one that's going to get it, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Haven't heard anything about. I that, though. I bet on Dan Campbell winning coach of the year. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had that out there. It was a $5 free bet. Oh, wow. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, that I placed this time last year. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> don't don't plan on making any retirement money of that one. Nope. No. Nope. I did have a chance though. If uh, 
that uh, JMO, that JMO touchdown that got called back because of the Kaminsky holding. If uh, it was hands to the face, it wasn't all. Oh, there you go, hands to the face, right? Yeah, yeah. If uh, if that had happened, right? If, if the touchdown had counted, I would have won a hundred and forty-seven or hundred, like hundred and eighty-seven, I think. Yeah. Well, that'd have been cool. Yeah, because uh, anytime touchdown and uh, Jamal Williams, anytime touchdown, he ended up having two, and uh, and then Lions, um, well, minus minus six. Right, six point spread uh-huh. to win. So, uh, and so that touchdown would have put him at ten instead of four. Yeah. So. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. It was bet on him next year. Cheap bet. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, so See, Chicago. In your means, right? Know your limits. So Chicago picks number one overall. The Packers will pick fifteen and. Uh, I'm not sure where Minnesota's at. They're a little farther down the line. Do you, you, what do you think Chicago's going to do with that number one pick? Oh, but yeah, this, this is a fun conversation, isn't it? Um, yeah, Minnesota's with 24. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, but... 23, it depends on if you count the Miami pick or not, because Miami forfeits because of the Brady tampering. Oh, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, the, you... What do you think Chicago's going to do with that pick? The Lions had picks that that high, right? There was never a reason for anyone to want to trade up for that Lions pick. And this is something that really burned my bridges (laughs) at the the time. It was like, come on, you know, make it fun at least, you know. Maybe we don't trade back, but at least least have there be a – a realistic reason for someone to trade up, but, right? You know, yeah. no, no quarterbacks last year worth worth an assault, and so uh, yeah. This year, I don't know. You got uh, Indianapolis at four that could trade. Might, maybe they want to trade up ahead of Houston, right? So what you're saying is that, that there's a lot of lot of teams up there in the top five that would want to trade back. So you. Not a lot of teams are going to necessarily want to trade back for the number or trade up to the number one spot. No, I think there there is there, there there's a number of teams to talk about. Right. You know, whether it happens or not, it's hard to say because you could just as easily uh, that all the scuttlebutt and everyone knows that well the uh, Houston wants uh, the Alabama kid. Yeah. And Bryce, Bryce Young. Yeah. And and so, and Indianapolis they usually want a bigger kid, uh, and that's what you're looking at with Will Levis. Right. And so, maybe it just goes defense quarterback, defense quarterback, and there's no big deals. Well, do you think Detroit would trade back out of that, or not Detroit? But do you think Chicago would trade back out of that number one spot? I think they they would. If, if somebody if, wanted to, like I said, someone's got to want to jump ahead of right. Well, the speculation is that Houston, the, right? the speculation is that the only team that really has enough collateral to move up that far um, would be Carolina. They, because um, you know, it's going to get at least a first round, maybe even two first round picks to move up that far. Yeah, you know, Carolina wasn't. I'm not exactly sure where they are on the draft list, but. 
nine. Yeah, okay, so so you know that that it's is you know, you're, you're well yeah you're moving up out of the top ten and into the top the number one spot you yeah. know yeah that's so, three number one picks right but plus. I would think yeah because uh, Chicago should get a lot of for for moving back on that but who else besides Carolina would would could put up that much yeah. you know well that's the thing it's all about the competition right like Houston. At number two, it's like maybe they want to secure the number one spot to to get the guy they want. Right. But they're not going to give up a whole lot for moving up one spot. Right? So, True. So they can get outbid just like that. Right. So what do you think Detroit's chances are for moving back from out of the number six position? Or do you think they stay? I think I think they're gonna stay. I do too. Yeah, it's just a, but it could easily fall to where you end up having. Uh, no, Daisy, don't chew the ball that shit like that. Oh four, my god! <laughs> you get a four QBs in the top five. Uh huh. And Detroit gets one of the top two defensive picks. You know that'd be a dream scenario, right? Right. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, I'd I, I like to see a defensive, a three-tech defensive tackle with the first overall pick and, and, a, and a cornerback for the, with, the, with the second overall pick, you know. But when you get into the, the second round, then that's where I look for the offensive guard and, and another freaking cornerback, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but it, yeah, the sixth pick there. The Lions, they, what I'd actually... Number 82, by the way. Something I've thought of is, say, so Chicago trades back, where are they going to trade to? If they trade to Indianapolis, right, so Indy can secure their quarterback. Where's Indy at? Four. Number four. Yeah. And then Houston takes their quarterback. Just Detroit trade up to number three with Arizona to get the defensive tackle Jalen Carter in front of Chicago. I would love that. I would love Jalen Carter to be on my team because he's the guy I've been like saying right from midseason that that would be really awesome if he was on our team. Yeah. But I don't know if giving up a first round pick to move up that many spots yeah. You know, yeah. to to get him, you I mean, know, you're, you're going to give up two first round draft picks to yeah. do that. You, it's three three spots, yeah. just for three spots, you know. And and you got to remember the money too, okay? You know, right now we're at around just a little over nineteen mil, about nineteen and a half, I think, or something yeah, like that. That's what you said. <clears throat> and uh, and you know, if you're going to you know take some guys. You know, off your rosters, so you can save some cap space. You know, and like you know, like Big V or like Michael Brockers. You know, and well, Brockers for sure, I think is right, gone, right, right. And uh, the defensive end there, uh, Charles, uh, Charles Harris, Harris probably gone too. You yeah, know, it's either it, him or Aquara. Right, but the thing is, though, is if you give, yeah, Julian Aquara, not not Romeo. No, Ro- Romeo or Harris. You're keeping one of the two, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah and, and I think the ball leans towards Romeo. Yeah. So, um, but I, I don't think Julian makes it this year either. 
I, for a million dollars, I'll keep him around. Uh, I think you can upgrade. At least it. through camp, you know. I think but you can upgrade it through through a rookie deal. Uh, you know. Well, he is a rookie deal. Well, that's, I know, that's but, the, you know, and the, that's probably why he'll be on the freaking practice squad. You know, so. Well. And that that's I mean Julian's not going anywhere. He'll be with the team, but he's not going to be on the well team. The you know. He was playing fairly well. Yes, he end. was. He's developing. You know, yeah. and that's why he'll be on the practice squad. <laughs> so you know. Oh, it's great when you're so wrong. <laughs> so adamant. Yeah. Like, anything can happen. You know. All right. Yeah. If he goes to another team, so be it. But I don't think he wants to. Where's his family? His family's in Detroit. You know. So. I wonder if he's still roommates with his brother. Through, well, through his brother's rehab and all. Why that. wouldn't he be? You know, unless well, he unless yeah. he got his own deal and you yeah, know. He's got money. Maybe he went and got his own place. Privacy. Yeah. Maybe he's got a, you know, a reason. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, if, it, if they get rid of those three guys, then they can add another twenty million to that to that nineteen. You know, so they you can look at Detroit could have anywhere between thirty five and forty million in there. So, or maybe just even just a little under forty million. Or yeah, yeah. So it, it, they say if Chicago, you know, s stays with the first pick, they'll still take Jalen Carter. Right, and uh, if they trade. If they trade back one or I say two, three, four spots, you know, they'll probably still take Jalen Carter, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I, I fear we're gonna have to see yeah, him I don't, for. I don't years. think they would move up. Basically, you know, think about what happened with Panay Sewell. You know, I mean, they, yeah, he, he fell right to him. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Why? Why Friday? That's yeah. So it, maybe, like you say, with Carolina, maybe they do give up a king's ransom for to get to the number one pick. And uh, yeah, and as far as I can tell, Carolina's the only one that's got enough. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what uh, Vegas has do. as far as uh, capital. Um, you know, Vegas. It's a f less of a leap. Right, you know, seven, not from nine, but um, at that point, you know, you still got C.J. Stroud and uh, Richardson. That you know, if you want to take yeah. take Stroud at seven, or I don't know, I know. I don't, but I I think uh, no, somebody's gonna, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. yeah, but yeah, I think. Chicago would be crazy not to trade out if, if, you know. Somebody offers them that much stuff for it. Yeah, I, I know I would. Yeah. But, you know, what What do you Lions think? The were never able to. Yeah, and, and and I don't think they'll be able to this time. I think they stay at six, and then they take the, the best available three-tech defensive tackle on the board. And that's, that's... Well, there's probably only two that go in the first round that they're saying right now. Right. And that's that other thing's... Uh, you keep Bre dropping that thing. Breezy, breezy, or they say it, breezy. Oh yeah, I. Um, Clemson. Uh, he's had some injuries last two, well, three years. Right. Yes. Uh, we don't need the injuries. But you know, he this was his healthiest year, uh, so. You know, he's getting mocked to us in the top ten. He's getting mocked to us at mm -hmm. eighteen. Uh, 
I've seen him go at 30. Uh, so I've seen him at 20. So he's really up in the air kind of prospect right now. Um, yeah, you know? and as far as it goes with a defensive tackle, I mean, you don't want just – you want somebody who's going to fit your scheme, you know, and, and who fits your scheme, you know. Yeah, well, either the those two, Jalen Carter or Brise, or Brise, yeah, um, seem to fit the bill. Know, huh? Yeah, just yeah, would do great. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. You know, because corner is still a, a big need, it, and and could be justified it with the sixth pick. Yeah, well, I think it would justify for a cornerback to take in the first. Maybe, round maybe the first with quarterback the second the pick second pick first round that's where i think detroit should should go with the well, cornerback there and then if you can't get tackle defensive tackle with it's six what do you take well cornerback yeah but yeah, that'd be the number one off but the, the thing possibly. is though you know and, and todd said this a million times and he's right you really shouldn't take a cornerback inside top 10. No, you, you, Get take, you know, unless he's Jalen Ramsey's or something. And really, Ramsey's ain't he's kind of falling off, too. But I mean, there's there's a, a few scenarios, you know. You could, uh, if you could get maybe Breezy falls to 18, and you get a corner and your defensive tackle, 6 and 18, uh, you know. Right, you see, I'd rather have them do it the other way around. I'd rather take the defensive tackle first because it'll it'll affect the cap a little differently. I mean, he he'll get a good pay size paycheck, but it'll be a lot less money than what a cornerback would get, you know. So you know, if that's top ten though, is is top ten doesn't defensive position? tackle versus a cornerback? Oh yeah, a whole bunch of different money there. It was just I thought like the top ten was different. There, there is different things about. Well, yeah, this. as far as the money goes, because just for because you you were taking that high, yeah. you get you get bigger bucks, you know. But um, you're still on a scale, right? Positional scale, right? But it's it's got a ceiling, and that's what I like about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, I you know, now you threw me off here. Hey, it's a conversation. I know Con conversation about cornerbacks, and which you know, I, if you're going to take a cornerback first in your very first pick, though, like at six, yeah, that's going to be a lot more money. And I just assume take the defensive tackle, the the very best three de three tech defensive tackle on the board, that a free or first overall pick, and then then you look at the cornerback, but. Then again, you need to replace that guard on the right side too. So if you do that in the first round, I would I would be happy with that too. You know, like with that first pick, you take a defensive tackle, and with that second pick, you take an offensive guard. And that, to me, would be happy. I would be happy. Yeah, that would be a good good way to go about things. You build in the trenches, solidify that guard so spot. Seen a couple guys. Uh... Tackle and guard go around 18, 20, 16. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft uh, just came out. Uh, yeah, what he, he gave us a, a linebacker at, at 18. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and Todd says that he'd like to see a linebacker inside those, that top, our first top five picks. But, you know, we, we kind of know better from what. Brad Holmes said in in uh, in his interviews about 
talk which, about when you draft a linebacker, yeah. and he says you don't you do? don't do it early. And, and what's your definition of early? Well, end of round three, mm-hmm. you know, that's not early. Top three, your top three rounds are you're supposed to draft for starters. You draft them to start. The the well, ap- after that, you know, that's like a, a starting linebacker. Time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but but you got Anzalone they, supposedly, they, right? But they got to come look, back, look what they got. They got Rodriguez in the freaking sixth round. Oh, look yeah. how freaking dynamic he was. Yeah, but you, you don't can't, need not everything's to, a crapshoot. Not you can't. Not every starter is going to be the sixth rounder. No, but the Brad Holmes point to Brad Holmes point. You yeah. don't need to draft a linebacker that high. And I don't. And, well, and you didn't say that high. And what is that high? That's third round. One yeah. first, 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 first second, third high. round. You don't need to. No, even the fourth round is too early. Unless know. he's a special talent, but no. Yeah, well, of course, if he's a special talent. Yeah, you know, linebackers. That's, that's why you take him, right? You trust your co- your, your GM there, right? That's well, you got it, yeah, but you know, I'm going by what Brad Holmes said. Well, I had the same conversation with Todd, and we ended up arguing like this. Imagine like, that. Yeah, imagine that. But, but, uh, well, hey, you know, we'll see. He hasn't drafted an early linebacker yet, so you know, right? He's waiting, waiting for the right time, or, <laughs> or maybe it doesn't happen at all. Well, not in the first rounds. It'll be yeah, in the later first, rounds, you know? Yeah. Fifth, sixth, seventh round. I consider, like, you know, pick 95, 100 late. You know, 87, 87 starting to push it, you know? I, I'm, uh, I, but, I, I think they're addressing linebacker and free agency anyway. So I don't, yeah. I don't, if they take a, a developmental guy like they did Rodriguez, then it won't be until, so, you know. You know, a lot of those things six, are seventh just, round. you know, it's, it's like, you know, you got top 20, you know, and or whatever, you know, say top 200, right. you know, uh, there's 200 guys that are going to go. And are the, there's a certain number that will be linebackers. And at some point there will be a run, you know, and but what goes before them? What, what pushes them down? What doesn't go? Is it a bad year for other things? Are there a lot of linebackers? Maybe there's... Come to the end of the third round, you're taking the tenth linebacker off the board because that's the guy you, Brad Holmes, wanted. That right. he thought he could get in the fourth. Well, you know, I'm not going to question what Brad Holmes is. There's just, I'm just saying the scenarios. You know. Well, I know, but he's yeah. still never say never. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, and for, exactly. And so far, the only linebacker that he's drafted, he's drafted in this what sixth round. Well, he got Barnes in the fourth. Yeah, but okay. he traded. He traded a good sum to get him, and it's paid off. It was a good decision, I think. You know, so whatever he's doing, obviously he's doing right. So right, like he said with Barnes, he said just some of these guys develop a little late. Barnes had problems from the shoulders up, as he described it, as as the coach described it. <laughs> so you know, it just takes him a little while to get his head around, get get in the game the way. You know, it's with the way you're supposed to play NFL football, you know. Yeah. Well, it's all that Jared Davis, who's still committing penalties in the playoffs now. You know, it's like you you don't have to necessarily be good to make the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sore subject still for Lions fans, you know, just not being there. Um, yeah. Well, but in the end, you know, I think I guess that's what we want is we want Chip 
a chip on the shoulder, so to speak, and uh, axe to grind, whatever metaphor you want to throw yeah. in there. You know? Yeah, well, you know, it's even though Anzalone, you know, did it as, in your mouth. It's even though Anzalone did as well as he did, I still think there's there there could be uh, an upgrade at at the green dot, you know, and yeah. and I'm not saying that's going to be Rodriguez because. No, it's. I don't really think it's going to be him. Yeah, and, in his role. And if Barn really, Barnes really comes into his own and plays like like everybody is saying that he should be playing like, then then he's probably going to be the guy. You know. Yeah. But and what you're looking for is a coverage linebacker, really. You know. Yeah, a guy that can drop back, and you don't have to worry about you know. And that just comes into the whole uh, defense, right? Upgrading the defense. You you, you need a. Uh, you're hoping Tracy Walker comes back healthy and shores up the safety position to some extent. And, right. And we're still looking for a nickel corner. But there's that, that hybrid nickel safety right. that well, could happen. What uh, you're doing is you're looking to replace Chris Board, you know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and Chris isn't I, I you know, I, I thought position. maybe he would come back the last time we talked about your free agent list. Yeah. That I really thought Chris Board would be coming back because of the the phenomenal year. Well, he didn't really have a phenomenal year, but he had a good season. Yeah. And and uh, it would should warrant another contract, but I don't think he's exactly what you know they're looking for. You know. But it, yeah. You know, so it, it could be between Board and Woods. You know, right? Like and that those, is the case if you if you draft somebody, right? Because Board's a good special teams guy, but you know, so is Woods is a special teams guru. So yeah. between Woods and Board, you know, I would think that Board would probably get an offer from another team right away to go play for you know to go try and and win yeah. a starting spot somewhere else and and get probably get some good cash for doing it. And I think. I think they like Woods here, so I think if it comes down in those linebackers, I, between Borgs and Woods, I, I gotta lean that Woods is the one that stays. Yeah. And Borg's gonna kind of go, so that's probably where you're trying to replace that free agent, Borg, Chris Borg, a free agent with a coverage with a linebacker. with a better, you know, an upgraded version. Free agent. Yeah. So. Oh, free agent. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going to draft a guy in the late rounds to develop like they did Rodriguez, you know. Unless you get him in the, you know, fourth round or the third round. And, well, it depends even, on the guy that they're looking to get, you know, because yeah. they got Amon Ross St. Brown was projected second round. The reason, uh, the reason you can get Rodriguez late is because he couldn't cover, right? He And he had his faults. And that's why he f you can get him in the sixth round. And to get a guy that covers, then his stock is higher. And so he, he's just going to be drafted sooner. Right. With Rodriguez, he's got that instinct for a ball carrier. You want him out there on running downs, and, and he's got those... Well, they're using him perfectly. Well, yeah. he's, got that, he's got those wrestling moves so he can get <laughs> through the line to make TFL, you know? So um, that that's what I like about him, his speed and, and his... his uh, uh, his, he's not a free agent, though. No, he's not. But that's I'm just telling you what we got for what it being a six round pick. He's an intelligent football player. Yes, he is. And he can. He's the speed and his intuition is what I wanted to say. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And to towards to where the ball is going to go. So now know? Anzalone, just to you know, not to start fires, but. 
is a free agent. Right. You know, could and, be has said that he wants to come back. Uh, I guess per social media or whatever. The right. Um, well, he was on a on a. Um, was he on vacation uh, in a hot tub? It was like uh, Lion's Wire or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and he was talking about the team and things that they did during the season and how good they, you know, have, he wanted to yeah. come back. So I think he was one of the three players that went to Dan Campbell and said that they would come back for, for less money. Yeah. And I, I hope, you know, I hope that's just not talk. You know, <laughs> uh, is all I'm saying, you know, because... Uh, He's not getting any younger. This right. could be he's playing his best ball. It's the best time to get a new contract, whether it's with us or someone that offers him more money. And it's that way with all the uh who's another guy, uh, uh DJ Chark. Oh right? Chark's coming back. Yeah, well, you know, unless he gets offered ten ten million somewhere. Because that's what he made last year here. And that's a I don't know. You really don't that. think Chark's coming back? If he gets more, if he gets more money somewhere uh, else, I, I'll tell you. Let, let's put it this way: with DJ Chark, okay? Because it's he, not about if the Lions want him to come back. No, no. I, I'm just you saying, know? okay. This, this is the thing is about DJ Chark, okay? When he was at the Jaguars, you know, things went downhill for him. He was there, and then he was there during Urban Meyer, and then all the shit that hit the fan with all that. You don't and he finally got team. out of there. He did not find the success in Jacksonville as he found in Detroit. Yeah. Not only went for him to come to Detroit to play ball, but he's also part of the culture change. And that was one of his biggest deals uh, for coming to Detroit in the first place was the culture and how everything was so freaking cool here. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, this is this what Dan Campbell here has developed isn't just a football team. It, it really, truly is family orientated yeah. and that's where the culture comes in and dj chart to me is part of that culture and, and ain't going nowhere he's coming back to help make this even better culture you could know be. so yeah he's be. part of it you might have to take a pay cut well, well i i don't know because he, raymond got like 300 more yards for eight million less money right well raymond <laughs> might not be back I'd see I'm, I'm saying I think I think Chark would be back before Raymond does. Yeah, I don't know if they can afford it, you know. Well, and then if Chark's not there, then then it would probably be J-Mo taking over for Chark. Well, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah, I still don't think Raymond might not be there too. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. A, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have to draft a, a wide receiver. I don't want to lose everybody. No. You know. No, but you know, Chark Chark wants to be here. And and he had some injury issues, but uh, um, I, I don't know. That yeah. was ten million dollar year, yeah. yeah. But that was what they could all they could five hundred yards, wasn't it? Like all that they could muster out of his previous contract because he had to pay something. What he was going to make with the Jags? I, I don't know about that. Was he a free agent when we got him? Or yeah, they didn't trade him. No, no trade. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that answers that. Yeah, yeah. free agent. Um, so yeah, I mean. So yeah, maybe Chark won't come back, but you know, I still think he does. And and uh, yeah, you want to get JMO some more time, but I think, I think Raymond's making. Yeah, you, know, you might have to just put it. You know, flip a quarter on who's gonna stay, Raymond or Chark. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got lots of lots of you know maybe Raymond will come back. You know, you've gotten lots of production out of him. You got one year out of Shark. You know, maybe. You know, maybe they they you know, is Raymond down free agent this year? He's still under no, contract. Yeah, he's under yeah. contract, so he's you know, so, he's not really going anywhere. I guess not. Yeah, maybe that Shark ain't coming back then. Yeah. Yeah. Talk it out like that. There you go. See, yeah. it's possible, but who uh, knows? Yeah, I mean. Can't keep them all. No, but I, I I just was just thinking that the the culture has been was the reason why he came here in the first place, you know. So yeah, you know, if you can negotiate a decent contract and you know for less than ten million, yeah, then great, you know. Yeah, or you can go somewhere and be a number one. You know, he's automatically uh, an upgrade in. Uh, well, probably New England and probably, well, obviously, Chicago, you know. Well, he's our number one, too, and that's what I would, you know. Yeah. Because Jamos, he's still a rookie. You can't really put him out there, you well, know. Raymond, was, like like what I was saying, Raymond was more of a number one than Shark, you know. in Just in stats, not so much, you know, use. Right. Uh, Shark was used more like a number one when he was there. Yeah, he Raymond stretched was, the field out better, you know. Yeah, Raymond was... And used it, in different ways. Yeah, Reynolds can do the same thing. He's he was the one that kind of got things started, and then when Chart came in, it really helped out, you know. But because <laughs> everybody started getting hurt, you know. Uh, yeah. Yep. Injury, always, injury, injury. Always the case. No. So so okay. Um, I want to talk about the. Uh, do we go through the defensive tackles? Because no, we have not gone through the defensive line or tackles or anything. Yeah, so so in case you forgot, you know my number one pick in this year's draft, I'm hoping is a three tech defensive tackle. You know, because I really got to believe that you know Brockers ain't going to come back, and I really don't believe Bryant's coming back, and I really don't believe Julian's coming back. And so, out of out of there, you go get a. Do you well, really have to replace those three? Well, yeah, you kind of do. Well, Julian being outside the linebacker, right? It's uh, more of a defensive end. Well, yeah, but he's... Edge he's, guy. Yeah, he's with the linebackers, but yeah. So it's just a different group of guys, really. You know, uh, um, as far as roster numbers are concerned. And they, just, they just, they they need a good another three tech. And, and I think they do. if they get the right, the right three tech, and that's gonna like like guys like Hutchinson and Nick Neal and 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 possibly and hopefully Bugs. I mean I, I like Bugs and I like Jones and Jones was like like one of the great, greatest zero tech guys out there. But <laughs> you know McNeil has that dancing bear tiptoey thing going on and he just gets the teals. Um, the tackles for loss, you know. He sure does. He's yeah. He he really came alive, and yeah, the the better the line gets, the better he gets. Yeah, and it really, you know, it's uh, symbiotic. I just know. hope that Bugs and and Benito Jones come yeah, back. There's a possibility that you get when they let Brockers go that that there's a defensive tackle out there that they could bring in, but. Uh, in free agency, but it but it seems like Bugs would, is kind of that guy, right? You you pay Bugs as your because he's a free agent, 
So you pay him as your veteran free agent, quote-unquote, yeah. right? Because he's become a, a leader. Right, but he said he'd come back for less money, too. Right. You know, so. but, he, but he shouldn't have to. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, that's yeah. my point, you know. It's an, and uh, for, for these guys, they should come back. They've yeah. earned it, I mean, if, you know. Yeah, if he's a leader, then was a better player and more of a leader than, well, Brockers, you know, on field. Right. For sure, you know. I can't speak for the locker room, but. Well, the, the locker room, he's a really good guy to have in the locker room. That's yeah. why I think well, he's I'm coming sure back. Brockers was, too, is what I'm getting at. Well, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Is Brockers is a really good oh. locker room guy, and he, that's why I think he's coming back at next year as a you know, oh. possible William Clay Ford minority coach. You know, so. it's, it's, it's good. Like like Sean Dion Hamilton did, who's coaching in the, in the Senior Bowl. In the Senior Bowl, yeah, so. Yeah. So there we go with that. So, yeah, these defensive system. tackles are, are freaking finally coming around. We're finally getting a little bit of a push up front. You yeah. Got with Hutchinson and Kaminsky, Quora came back and got two sacks in the last – couple sacks in the last few games. And yep. Houston came in. What can you say about James Houston? Yeah. Eight and a half sacks on the season. Yeah. Ta so Taylor did his, too. He, got, he started getting – when they brought him up from the practice squad, Demetrius Taylor. Yeah, he's still... Developmental. Yeah, you know, small, undersized, uh, zero-tech or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call him. Uh, well, you know, we've already talked about McNeil Bugs and, and Benito Jones, but Levi Anzuarike had back surgery this year, and he missed out the whole, pretty much the whole season. Well, yeah, we'll probably never see him again. You don't think he's, you don't no. think he's coming back? No, we've had that conversation many times. No, yeah. So is that that's what that is the going speak on the like he'll the never be in football again? Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, we're all hoping. Yeah. No one wants to see it go that way. Right. Just the, the coach's body language on at the podium at times is, is never, it's really never been. Good. Yeah. yeah. He's never been like, oh, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, maybe he just got one of those injuries that's just not going to let him play NFL-style football, you know. So, yeah, you know, if that be the case, it's sad, you know. Kid can't, you know, that's, see how his dream's going to hold out. But, you yeah. know, hey. You know, sometimes it comes right down to it. You know, do you want to still be walking when you're 50 years old? You know, right. And so, let alone 35. Well, that's yeah, that too. You know, so so yeah, Levi's. Well, okay, we'll see. That's a big question mark right now. So, yeah. Josh, Josh Paschal. I mean, yeah. So, you know, he was a. Was a with Hutch, uh, you know, kind of a, a one-two punch, right? right? Last year in the draft, and uh, he does play more inside than Hutch, but I think, but not, not a lot. You know, not a, he's not like an inside guy, right? Right. He's still a pass rusher. So, uh, yeah, all, all, inside, all they got are Bugs McNeil. You know, and, and Benito Jones. Um, and Benito Jones is, is... Oh, and Kaminsky. Kaminsky is... Kaminsky is, is yeah. 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 But he, he still plays anywhere you need him. 
You know, he's like he's a number four. Yeah, John Kaminsky is definitely four. a Dan Campbell guy, and if he don't come back, I'm gonna be like wondering what the yeah, heck's going on. Yeah, he's another one that said I'll come back for league minimum. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when he wasn't there, uh, the pass rush wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if it wasn't just a coincidence. There were other things going on as well, but. Uh, yeah, it was pretty noticeable. TV's still on. Forgot to turn that damn TV off. There's a third conversation going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, defensive tie. It's good to see I, the, the rest of the like national audience, national... Uh, media? Media, thank you. Like, Sports media? I was media. Thinking, uh, podcasters and uh, mock drafters. Uh, talking uh, defensive tackle for the, the Lions. Uh, I, because I've been screaming for, for years that we need one, you know. Well, we got a couple last year, you know. with well, the, But not three techs. Well, we haven't true. got tackles. We have not, you know. Right. We've got uh, nose tackles. Yeah, we know? got a bunch of those. Yeah, so, and even that was, you know third round right um, yeah so that's what i say you know i i defensive tackle it, it's a must three tech defensive tackle that's that's uh what i'm hoping for yeah you know and then cornerback so and then yeah. another cornerback <laughs> like you know, just looking at the draft um you know with that uh carter right right and, and uh Brise, 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 Clemson. And those are like you know your two defensive tackles that we're looking at, and you're not going to get Carter unless something seismic happens with with the Bears, right? Like we talked, and and that leaves Brise, and we got to figure out where he's going, when he's going. Is it six? Is it eighteen? Is it in between? Because you can't fall back and get him. You get he's got to drop to you. Mm. Um, I don't know about the other teams. Uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about between then and there. Right, and, and and I've always said like like I said before, I wanted the defensive tackle to go first, you know, and then with the but first if I, pick, the corners of. Better prospect, you know. Do you want a guy that's well? I don't know. See, I'm, I'm just six. Just you know? to, I'm weighing the money, you know. And I'm sure it's not going to be. Gotta, <coughs> excuse oh, me. Oh, <coughs> holy mackerel! Excuse me. You got to weigh the talent. You can't draft a tackle at six if you can get him at eighteen. You know. Well, it depends on the talent level. You know, it's like you know who's going to be your better bet. But then again, who's going to cost you more money? You know, you got to keep that in mind. But well, that's what yeah, you but trade not out. not for not for the first contract for the second contract. Right. If he works yeah. out, then what? You know, then okay, cool. What do you have to pay him to keep him? You know, that's 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 the point. You know, for taking a guy that high in the draft. Sure, you got him for five years, but you're developing them for for the five years he's developing, you know, and if if he doesn't pan out for that, you know, second contract, you know, well then you know you release him. But yeah. if he does pan out, you know, it's, well, it's like we're looking with it uh, with the Cuda, 
Yeah, and and I don't, I don't, I tell you what, I think Detroit's going to trade Okuda. I really do. I think they're going to put him on the trading block and just see what they can get for him. Because he was the number three overall draft pick that really isn't working out. Like like Tom says, every time he turns around to look for the ball, he either falls down or slows down, you know? And then he gets beat. He'll make the tackle. All, all more than reason to take one at six. Ta-da! Yep, that's or six or 18 or start of the second round. That would be 38 or whatever the heck that is. Yeah, well, thirty-seven what, this year. I would, wow. you know, I would think Brad Holmes would be looking for something like that because, look what he did with the Monroe St. Brown, you know, and I think he did the same thing with Rodriguez. Know, we're still at eighteen, so yeah. we're we're our, we get the eighteenth pick of the second round, so it's like forty-nine, right? Right. Yeah. That's, I know we got that's, that's a that's five picks no inside the top eighty-two picks. Yeah. So there's gonna be a. A lot of freaking cornerbacks going in the first round this year. Lots, from what I can see at the moment. It's, it's weird, you know, like, and just looking at different mock drafts here and there, and, mm-hmm. uh, there's still a, a lot of variance. Uh, oh, there always is. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've had the quarterback, we've had the quarterback discussion there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I think they're going free agency. Rich thinks they're drafting one. So we'll see what happens with that. And it could be both. Uh, not I, the, would, I would doubt it. Not, I, not I, this I'm year. Doubting it. Yeah. You know, and if you're if you if they're little, Matt Dury made a good point. <coughs> he says there are a lot of good veteran backup quarterbacks already in the league just have to go get one. They're gonna might cost a little bit more on what you're gonna draft one, but that's exactly my one but the of my thing points. is no, but the thing is they have the experience. They know what they've they they have been there, done that before. Cheers. It's the same thing with, you know, like what Henny did, you know, he's a veteran quarterback. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Came in and freaking took him ninety eight yards all the way down and scored a touchdown, you know. And that's what you want, you know. And he is just a freaking backup. And look what and Brock Purdy did for San Francisco. Took him all the way to the NFC Championship this uh, weekend. Yeah, he ain't won it yet, but I, you know. And, but nonetheless, and, he's nine and zero. Right, he's you know whatever. Calling Tom Brady, you know this generation is Tom Brady. So what, you know? Okay, <laughs> you know? Just proof in the pudding. Well, it? yeah, but those guys don't come around every year. It's Miami's seventh rounder that. You know, was playing at the end of the year. Got some playoff time. Uh, almost, almost beat the Bills. Scored thirty some points in the Tagliavoo or Taglio. No, well, he got uh, Tua got hurt, right? Right. And so the backup, uh, uh, some other uh, veteran quarterback, uh, he got hurt. And so they had to start their seventh round quarterback from the twenty two draft for a few games there at the end of the year trying to, you know, make the playoffs. And we have too many needs on our defense to to draft yeah, a quarterback. I don't think so. I do. I mean if there's no defensive player to take at the place you're drafting, you know, you you do something else. Okay, Ryan. <laughs> 
Uh, that's an inside joke. Our, friend, our buddy Tom wanted me to call you Ryan Matthews because of all your quarterback shenanigans here. Yeah, I think I think we should take we should trade up for uh, Richardson for at the number one pick in the draft because he's got so much potential. Like four years from now, it's gonna be awesome. So we got to get him now, trade away the next <laughs> three years of first round picks to trade up to Chicago. Yeah, take a quarterback. Yeah, you, 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 should, you should go find another team because this general manager ain't going to do none of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean. But he's talked about the importance of a backup quarterback. And he's also talked about the importance of drafting quarterbacks. Uh, so uh, it seems quite reasonable. And drafting a running back seems quite reasonable, too. Well, I would see him doing that before they get a quarterback. You might see that happen at pick 18 I would as well. think so. I think they're trying to, going to try to trade Swift, too. So You could see him. How about pick 18? Get the number one running back in the draft. I would, I would wait, I would wait, I would wait till third round. This See, year is loaded with running backs. This is a loaded year for running backs. I'm thinking, I'm thinking what might end up happening is it's too early to take Brise at six because of his injury history. So they take a cornerback with the sixth pick. Uh, maybe someone wants to trade up to six, uh, to get Richardson or or Stroud in front of Vegas, uh, say Carolina trades up with us, you know, to get in front of Vegas to make sure they get the quarterback they want. Uh, so then we we trade down I, to, I, to nine and get a corner. Then at eighteen, uh, Brise is already gone. Uh, say to ten to the Phil, to Philly, and. Because they got to get rid of a veteran or something, and at eighteen, uh, there's no defensive tackle to take. It's too early for a safety. the The safety's gone. Uh, so so what, you take a running back. You take you take a generational running back like Adrian Peterson, and you trade Swift, and you go into the season with two running backs, Jamal Williams, and a, a standout rookie that'll take the place of. Uh, Jackson and Swift mm -hmm. as, as far as running backs as far as <clears throat> you know. I, I think you just wait I do I mean you know you right. want a, you want a good one but you, you don't want you know you did you got too many needs player. no Rich you got too many needs rich. you've got too many needs on mm. defense to use those higher draft picks on offensive players look what that's all did, you guys got did. too many needs look on defense look what they did last year J-Mo Pick fourteen. No one wanted. No, I'm not, I didn't want it. Nobody. They did like that it. because nobody expected him to. That was the guy that they mm -hmm. wanted, so they went and got him. You know, even though he was hurt, and they did have to move up to get him. Yeah. But that he is part of the package. He's the guy they need, and it's to stretch the field. And his speed is incredible. It'd be and, a luxury. It'd be a big luxury pick. You know? And it right. But to take a running back at eighteen, but he's a top twenty pick all right. day. Yeah, he's he was part of the plan, Rich. No, the the running back I'm talking about. No, the is running back's probably part of the pit. Bijan, Bijan Robinson, I think is his name. Bijan, B-I-J-A-N. I don't know if he's a little ding ding like uh, no, he's scat he's back. Like, then, no, no, he's a big ass mf'er. Yeah, that's uh, what we want. Yeah. Some but some guys about five foot seven, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, no, two hundred and twenty pounds and can run a four four. 
You know? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't have Bijan's stats, but he's, four, he's, four uh, speed. he's more like uh, six six two two forty, something like that. Right, bruiser. Um, but he's he's got feet like Flintstone. <laughs> and the guy that doesn't hands have up. any speed, but he can carry ten guys twenty six <laughs> yards. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he, he's he's out of the backfield all day. He could be a receiver, is what they're saying. Uh, he's that good. He oh. Come out as a receiver. Who is it? Bijan Robinson, oh. I think. Bijan. Bijan. Yeah. yeah. See now that they're, they're now we're talking. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it's it'd be like. But I wouldn't say, top. The, the, you know, the guy's got some. Hype is what I'm saying. Right. And he's going to go in the top 20. Yeah, we're and not going to do that. It might be a spot to trade well, trade out. Someone might want to trade up for that guy. If, as long you know. as we spend the rest of the draft on defense, I wouldn't, would be I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be, you know, because I sure would like to see him trade Swift. I really would. And I think they would get a lot of offers for sure for Swifty. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if you want to trade him, you got to replace him. And yeah, the draft would be the place to do it because it's to be the same contract. Yeah, yeah, it would. Well, yeah, he was a second round pick, so he's right. a little cheaper. Uh, Swift contract. Well, he's going to cost a little well, more. Yeah, it's more because it's his last year. Yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah. But yeah, it just just something that could happen. We've got a couple months to talk about scenarios. Ah, uh, yeah, you know. You know, it's true. I suppose, you know, if it depends on who's there on what they do. You know, if if they're looking for a defensive tackle at six and the guy that they want's not there, but the cornerback is, then more likely, yeah, they're going to take the cornerback. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see him take a defensive <laughs> tackle, but, you know. Yeah, but it's just there's not that many. You know, you'll, you might have to wait till the second round to get a a, a tackle that's – we're taking it the spot you're in, right? Right, yeah. Because you, know? yeah. you don't want to overdraft guys. That just gets you into trouble. No, and know? I don't think Brad Holmes had, well, maybe he has on a couple, you know, Swift. Yeah. He didn't, that wasn't him. He's injury that was Quinn. prone. That was Quinn. Oh, that was, you're right. That was right, Quinn. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> You know, you know, Amani Awarie is from another one, too. He yeah. won't be back this year. Nope. No, I think Will Harris will be, but Mike Hughes, I, I'd like to see him bring him back because he did good. Yeah, yep, you know, yep. But I, this this is going to be a complete and total overhaul with the cornerback department. So. Yeah, I mean, you can't get rid of all four of Amanio and Akuda and Harris and Hughes. You, you and, yeah, you can. Really? Yeah, you can. Technically, you can. Oh yeah, Akuda. I I can see him trying to, you know, trade Jeff Akuda as well. And Amani, they're just going to release him. Harris will be back because he is kind of their little MacGyver knife. And uh, uh, Jacobs for sure. Uh, he's going to come back and be your starter. You'd be a tough coach to play for, man. Mm. You guys be walking around, man. Coach hates me. Coach hates me. Yeah, I I don't know. You know, it, it, they can they can they upgrade from Will Harris? Yeah, they probably can. But you know what? He's in a system as where he's starting to really thrive in. He really is. He developed into this system, and it's playing. You know that little the hybrid safety or hybrid. 
cornerback or whatever, you know. He could be your your nickel corner. He can be a safety. He can be an outside corner. He's just a good guy to have have around. Yep, he's a good. He'll be a good rotational guy, but still looking for a starter. And and you might have that for two starters this year, right? Yeah, an outside guy and a nickel guy. so, yeah, but, yeah, like I said, I think Amani Warrior's gone and Akuda, they're going to probably try and put him on a trading block, I think. I Could, think Akuda would do good in another system. I just don't think he's, this one, you know, like like you said, when he's turning around to look for the ball, he either slows down or falls down. I mean, we talk about this every week. I know it, but it's <laughs> the cornerback department and in this defense that is the worst department yeah. in the in the defense, Rich. Yeah. And just, this is what, you know, this this shit's got to happen. But my, I still will stand by my side of the argument is that I think he hit a wall last year, a rookie wall, because it's his first full season. It happens all the time to, to, to guys out there. And uh, there's no reason that he can't bounce back, and there's no reason that they won't give him a shot to. Uh, He's a bust. We need an outside corner. I'll go uh, that far. I'll say not, Akuda is a bust. Yeah, you can. And I but will. We're not going to find two outside corners this year. It's probably and a nickel. You don't need you know. to. You got Jerry Jacobs on uh, one side. Good, you only need to find a starter on the other side. And yeah. So you need two guys. Like I said, we talk about this every week. Yeah. It's just. Getting exhaustive. Well, it's because you don't believe me. But well, yeah, anyway, we only wrong. got we only <laughs> we're wrong. Yeah, it's just yeah, okay. I'm wrong. wrong. All right, yeah. I'm wrong. And who's wrong? Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong, or is Rich wrong? You know, no, uh, I'm uh, I'm wrong, which is why I have to say that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. All right, two way street. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're getting close here to the end. We got about two yeah, and a half are minutes probably left. Probably excited about that too. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, this is getting a little heated here. I need a drink. <laughs> Play some music. Boys are coming over tonight, so we're gonna jam some guitars and play some music. Me and the boys. But uh, yeah, but you know, we look over this roster. You know, as it is right now, it's really fucking solid. I'm just so freaking happy about the base the, that we have in Detroit right now, that that core of guys that they've been bringing in for the last two years. Yeah. It, it's it's almost finalized, and this year's draft should should put the fin- finality on, on uh, what team is going to, you know, take the NFC honors as, and, and win the North and go to the playoff with a, with a first-round bye. Yeah, that should be the Lions. It should be yeah. next year. We'll, we'll be uh, we'll be talking NFC Championship weekend next year. All right. Well, I hope so. We yeah. can have, uh, you know, postseason. So who do you got next week, this weekend? Um, I got Kansas City. Kansas City. And I got... Well, actually, I kind of want to go with Cincinnati. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I, I really do. I really want to go with Cincinnati. I, yeah. I, I'm going to root for Cincinnati, but it's not going to surprise me if Kansas City wins. Okay. And and in the other game, I got, uh, uh, oh, who is it? It's uh, 49ers. San, San Francisco's going to, yeah. Gonna yeah. And the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. yeah I, I, I got, got the 49ers. Yeah, I got Cincy and the 49ers. Yeah. We'll see how we do. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, This has been Randy and Rich. Uh, 
the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Yep, mystery quarterback and, draft analysis. And, and arguing. <laughs> <laughs> we argue.com. Yeah, yeah no, no, don't go there. No, don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, M66 NDLP on Twitter. Uh, myself at Pissport Packers. Randy at Wooden Tunes 2. That's uh, the number 2. 2. Yeah. Uh, watch for Deer One Pride. Go, Go Lions. Lions. Draft a running back. Draft 